0: Hello everyone, my name is Lucy, I'm Emilio, and you're listening to or watching the Long Distance Podcast,
1: the weekly podcast about relationships, life lessons, and all the good stuff.
0: Thank you for tuning in today, this lovely Sunday. Remember, if you enjoy this podcast, to leave us a little review on Apple Podcasts,
1: and be kind enough to subscribe to our YouTube channel, we will release a special course on relationships at 1000 subscribers.
0: Hi Emilio, how are you doing today? Uh, Smashing. What have you been up to this week?
1: Um, Thanks to the legal ability to drive, we've been able to do a little bit of stuff. lately.
0: Yeah, since I've arrived, we've actually been quite busy every single day. Um, Mainly due to Emilio's parents saying you're young. You should be having fun. Get out of the house. Stop spending your day on YouTube. Yep. So we've been leaving the house probably more than I'm used to. And I'm sure more than Emilio's used to. I've been enjoying it though.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to the seaside. Which was yeah. a very good surprise.
0: Oh, so good. Also, the Atlantic Ocean. Lovely.
1: It's good. Good waves.
0: Yeah. And uh we visited some vineyards. We went for dinner a few times. I'm starting to feel like the whole pandemic wow bad word to use youtube's gonna demonetize me here but i i'm starting to feel like life is going a little bit more back to normal now at least in france i have a completely different impression of the pandemic compared to scotland Hmm. seeing things seem way more serious in scotland than they do in france almost too serious i almost in scotland felt horrified leaving the house whereas in france Everyone's leaving the house, they're still having fun, they're maintaining social distancing, but I just feel more at ease. Mm-hmm. I
1: have to say that when we went to the seaside, it was very surprising to see the, um, th- the lack of COVID um, existence. <laughs> existence, like people were on vacations, going to the beach, yeah. keeping social distances between each other, but without masks, outdoors, yeah. etc and it felt as if covid had never existed
0: well as well because at the beach you have all this space and Mm. unless it was super busy there was going to be enough room to social distance and not need a mask we took our place we were probably the first people on the whole beach since we arrived at seven in the morning and even just as we were leaving midday there was like meters and meters of distance between us and another family so i felt safe personally and I don't know. I'm just starting to feel more positive that things are going back to normal. Normal.
1: We shall see.
0: Yeah. Anyway, we have a really interesting topic today. It's my week to choose. And we had planned something completely different. And I watched a video from Peter McKinnon, the the mad tech filmographer guy. And it was about new social media. Uh, whether it's good, whether it's bad. What's the difference? And, you know, should be should we be worried should we be concerned for this or is it gonna give new life to the online world what do you think
1: well we will link the video below for those who haven't watched peter mckinnon's video yeah um, i usually don't watch him so it was just thanks to you that mm-hmm. i, I were to watch it he does bring up very interesting points regarding creations of content yeah and and how
0: it's changed yeah in in
1: the sense that we've seen the rise of people getting camera camera gear mic gear drones you had to have the time-lapse footage the drone footage yeah like Casey Neistat used to do back in Mm 2014-15 and it's very interesting to see how things have evolved over the last year or like two years maybe thanks to Shorts, TikTok, Instagram, and very very quick videos. You just need to get your phone, click on the record button, and there we go. You're finished. Yeah. There is no editing afterwards. There is no cuts. There is no light. There is no worrying about the video, the
0: the quality, th- the quality, the,
1: the microphone, and it's just create on the go. Don't forget, don't don't forget that you are here to share something.
0: Yeah. I think maybe this might sound mean i hope it doesn't you know you have quality over quantity Mm -hmm. i feel like in the past videos were really all about the the quality youtubers would upload once a week and actually all you would see from them you had daily vloggers back in 2014 too of course but now it's like you need as a, a creator and i feel this myself you need to feel like you're filling your platform with daily content, something for someone to see every single day and it really is more about quantity over quality and in this podcast we're going to discuss whether we think this is a good thing because it sounds negative but there are definitely some pros to producing more content for your viewers or whether um, we are not fans of this. Well I guess Emilio doesn't have the same background in social media as me and I can talk as though you have never used social media. The way the social media, yeah. social media used to always work was long-term content and then in 2019, I believe, was when TikTok was created. And it really did change the world. TikTok has absolutely evolved social media and it's changed the way that we view it now. Th- they were really the first people to create short content. Yeah, okay, Snapchat had one-minute videos, but it was more for you and your friends. It wasn't Mm. really creators on a platform. And when people and other social media giants saw how quickly a one-minute video can spread and how much time it takes to film a one-minute video, we've seen every other platform copy it. Not copy it, create their own version of it. YouTube Shorts, Instagram Reel, Instagram Stories, and the more the social media is evolving, the shorter content is getting. And with that, the more content we're getting. Mm-hmm. When you go on TikTok for one hour, you can watch hundreds and hundreds of videos. Some videos are only five seconds. <laughs> you're swiping that quickly. You're consuming so much content. Whereas if you go on YouTube for an hour, you watch five or six at most if you're watching a long form vlog 20 minutes you're only watching two or three of them within the hour Mm -hmm. and just to give a personal opinion off the bat i do grudge short form content and that's personally the reason why i deleted tiktok because when you're getting something new every 15 seconds every minute and you're not needing to choose your brain doesn't feel like it needs to do anything else. It's As we spoke about yesterday, which we can talk a bit about, we are in autopilot when we were on TikTok. Because mm-hmm. the choice isn't up to you. The choice is up to the algorithm. The algorithm's great. The more you view a video, the more kind of similar content it's going to give you. So it's a smart algorithm. So you don't need to decide. You know the next videos you're going to get are probably going to be quite good for you. You're going to sit and consume and swipe and swipe. And I remember... In twenty twenty when I had TikTok, I was on TikTok hours a day. I would like take a rest, but my rest was exposing my eyes to two hours of TikTok. Mm-hmm. And my brain didn't rest. Like it's really stimulating watching new content every fifteen seconds. And so time that I would have been sleeping or falling asleep to a YouTube video because it's a long, longer video and I I don't care so much. Now I'm spending my whole time swipe, swipe, swipe. I felt a lot of negative impacts on that. But I wanted to ask you personally, why did you never even try out TikTok?
1: So the first time I had ever seen TikTok was actually on your phone. Mm. You showed me, I think, in the morning. You'd Um, heard of it before? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't remember hearing about TikTok. It wasn't that that common in France before. Like, uh, if I think about December 2019 or January 2020. Um, I had never heard of TikTok before. Oh, it did not really
0: hit the European market. No,
1: I think I I saw about uh, some videos about it from Gary Vayner- Vaynerchuk mm-hmm. about TikTok because I believe in 2019, he was already talking to, you know, the famous girl, the most famous on TikTok. Charlie D'Amelio? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was interviewing her like gary
0: v was interviewing charlie d'amilio yeah i need to see that but
1: back in in like october 2019 so way before tiktok was a thing um and it was very interesting to see what she had to say but she was basically saying i dance and stuff so i wasn't interested she's
0: 15 at this point (laughs) she's maybe actually 14 at this point she doesn't have much to say
1: and um so i didn't get interested to be fair so only when i discovered you i discovered tiktok and it wasn't just appealing to me. Like I didn't I didn't have the interest.
0: Do you remember uh, when the lockdown started, every morning we'd wake up. Yep. My first instinct was to go on TikTok at this point before I'm Emilio moved into my place. And so every morning when we'd be sitting with our coffee, we'd spend ten to fifteen minutes on TikTok. Yeah. Not not on Emilio's part, Emilio probably couldn't have cared less, but from my part I was that addicted that the first thing I wanted to do in the morning mm. was sync and consume TikTok. Yeah. And I, I remember every morning it was almost a struggle to only spend 10 or 15 minutes because it's so easy. Just one more video. One more mm. video. It takes me 15 seconds. I can keep swiping. And I really had to have Emilio to say like, okay, let's go on with our day now. Like time to get up. Looking back, it's it was such an unhealthy habit on my part to wake up and already want to stimulate my brain in that way
1: mm. yeah it's uh definitely a sick uh, you're seeking um dopamine or like a, a quick quick way to be entertained yeah i don't
0: know to uh turn it over into some positive things because there's a lot of good points about tiktok Uh let's stay on tiktok for now just because they're the original short form content people let's be real tiktok has given artists a platform where they can go from zero to mainstream celebrity in a month and specifically i'm talking about music artists because TikTok is a, a music and dance style app no one really publishes videos without music in the background mm-hmm. and f- we all know how youtube works you can't use artists music because it's copyright mm-hmm. it's not fair technically to steal someone's music for your own good into profit and they don't get a penny off it Mm -hmm. and i i completely understand why copyright is a thing and that's why i i abide the rules on youtube But on tiktok for some reason they skip that i don't know how that logistically works (laughs) if these artists get paid for it but i've seen so many artists who were really struggling to to get people to listen to their music blow up doja cat blew up on tiktok now she's a mainstream Celebrity, uh, there's like good four or five of her songs that even the European market would love and probably know know the lyrics too. And so in that sense, I think TikTok's great. It's great also in the sense that yeah, there's a there's some favoritism. People like Charlie D'Amelio, she didn't get to one hundred million or something just by chance. Like people saw that the algorithm saw that people liked her. And they kept giving her because mm-hmm. she was getting the attention and so there's favoritism in that part but for the main side of it your homepage is really just anyone strangers someone across the road like you would you would have lunch with mm. so It's normal people having the chance to have the 15 minutes of fame that people have always spoken about to have a video hit a million views and think oh like how cool is that to say i have a, a, a view with a milli a milli tiktok
1: well it does seem to have an impact on the way um, people create peter mckinnon was saying that it's much easier for a video to go viral viral or to get views on this app yeah because of the the way it is broadcasted um than it is on any other platform which obviously numbers attract people people create content and the cycle (coughs) circle is is already made. Um, And even as a creator, you can have the satisfaction of saying I made a cool video and it got recognized. So my talent uh, has
0: been recognized, has
1: been recognized. Whereas if you look at YouTube, how many times have you had a video um, being the worst of your 28 days? Or, you know, being a 10 out of it's 10. It's like
0: every single one is a 10 out of 10. When I look at my page, like honestly, YouTube, you grind to mm-hmm. get somewhere on YouTube. I published two videos every week for nine months before I'd even hit 400 subscribers. Mm-hmm. TikTok, your first video could go viral and you're sorted. And so, in that sense, just as Peter McGinnon and, and you had said, you get immediate dopamine because TikTok gives you it. Mm-hmm. Even I remember I published, I think, Uh, two or three videos, they were just like little poopy travel vlog videos, they were getting like a thousand views couple thousand. For me, who on YouTube was gaining sometimes 20 views per video, seeing that that number of a thousand felt great to me. Hmm. Although on the contrary, I think now a YouTube video with 100k is more appreciated Than a TikTok video with 2 million. Because so many people can get Mm. the millions. So I don't think it's necessarily killed YouTube. And made people stop wanting to post on YouTube. Oh, and another thing that I found interesting. Because anyone can make it on TikTok. I feel as though most people are a creator in some form. Most people have made TikToks. Or I've made YouTubes. Or I've made websites or podcasts. And I think TikTok may have been a reason why. Because we've seen so many normal people now make it.
1: Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Compared to YouTube where there's a lot of favoritism Hmm. with certain creators. And you really have to put hundreds and thousands of hours to get some recognition. TikTok, it shows. I'll just post one minute video. I'll go viral and there we go that's me i've got some following and i can then cross platform to youtube and because i have a following now youtube's gonna like me Mm -hmm. you can really um streamline the process of becoming a creator True. is this good or bad
1: um i think it's it 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 reflects you know the the way tiktok approaches is its business um Mm -hmm. it has uh an amazing retention both of creators and viewers Mm -hmm. and that's it's it's quite incredible to see that they can give the such a high retention on both parties yeah youtube has a high retention from viewers but it's much harder for a creator to to have a similar retention of being so close to the platform um and so tiktok has found probably the best balance between the two and that's why it stands out to both instagram and youtube
0: yeah i think tiktok is definitely the smartest social media i've mm-hmm. ever seen because whoever this this guy or woman was that created it they knew what would keep people on it yeah you get on it if you don't have to sit here and make decisions you f- you flip that's one thing you stay on the app and you'll create if you know that it's quite easy to get a viral video mm-hmm. you know not saying that people don't work hard on tiktok of course they do but it takes less time, so it's qu- it's a quicker process. And so with those those things, of course, people are going to love this app. It makes total sense that it's taking over the world because like we've been saying, the viewer and the content creator feel good on the app.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a certain reward yeah. for both, both people. Um, I've never created anything or even downloaded myself the app, mm-hmm. so I cannot really talk from experience. Yeah. Uh, about it or with any particular knowledge. I don't know how the editing works on uh, TikTok. Uh, for the little that I've seen, you do have people trying to really make an effort yeah. on the creation part, the creation size. Um, the smartest people are probably going to try to um, diversify their crea- creative output by going different platforms. on different platforms. Just to give them safety and obviously more security, both financially, but also from a platform perspective. You don't if tomorrow TikTok shuts down, well, yeah, <laughs> you, know, you don't. You, you don't want to be dependent on one single place.
0: Because from what we see, YouTube seems to be pretty solidified as a platform.
1: Well, it's it's part of Google.
2: So <laughs>
0: yeah, it's taken over by Google. Like it's here to stay. At least <laughs> in my mind over the next 10 20 years is here to stay. Whereas TikTok is constantly in the news mm. because it's people are trying to ban it from their countries. Well, it's And it is banned in some countries.
1: It it is an app um that is from China, part of a conglomerate which yeah, yeah. shares most of its uh most of its uh operations and information to the CCP. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, which in that case like I don't think TikTok has the longevity secured yet because of this. Mm -hmm. And just in general, because it's a new app, we've seen quite a lot of apps come and go over time. A lot of things like become a trend and they disappear. And I think since it's only a couple years old, we don't know if it's here to stay. So of course it makes sense for people to come to YouTube. And how great is it to come to YouTube and have a million people following you? And well. just one YouTube video and then it's like that show. Now you're mm. solidified on YouTube and TikTok.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Y- it's probably... From what you're saying, it's pretty much easier for someone to go from TikTok to YouTube than it's the way around. Yeah. Um. Because there is so much retention on the other side. Yeah. Although you, you would think that when they go on YouTube, the creators, they might feel like the... Um, retention and the satisfaction isn't the same
0: yeah i don't think Yeah, it's because as i was saying getting a million views on tiktok quite a lot of people can say that not as many can say they have a million views on youtube mm-hmm. and youtube's been on for way longer but it's really <laughs> a small group of creators getting millions of views on every video yeah. rather than normal people getting views all the time yeah. something um i wanted to bring up you know black mirror yes have, have we seen together i don't know the episode where you have a social status yeah and you review people you give them five stars mm-hmm. do you think because of tiktok and the way that so many people now are becoming influencers and creators whatever word you prefer that there, this is going to be the norm it's going to be a norm to post on youtube and tiktok and instagram in that way
1: what's the link between the episode of black mirror
0: because in that sense to me i feel i feel as though it's the way the influencers are you get all these people following you and you get kind of accredited as a person by the public
1: Mm. no i don't think that as a creator you need to be um certified let's say by your community on whatever or not you have different social media it's a it's a it's a to to me it's it, it doesn't have a correlation. For example, I remember, um, w- when I discovered Matt Diavela when mm-hmm. he had 100,000 subscribers.
0: Yeah, well, he blew up really quickly from the and 100. And he
1: three. made he made one video, where he said, "I'm quitting social media for 30 days," mm-hmm. and that's when he blew up like as a...
0: Was that his video that blew him up?
1: Th- not this one. I think uh, it one of his most famous videos is A Day as a Minimalist. Mm. But this video started getting recommended by the algorithm mm-hmm. of YouTube when he made the video "I'm quitting social media. And when he quit uh, social media, that's when he received the fastest growth in his YouTube channel. Yeah. And something he was saying where... Um, the time i quit social media where i didn't have any other platforms to talk to people that's when i grew up the most so people didn't care about whether or not he had social media yeah it's not something that was necessary as he shows up uh shows yeah and you see some people who don't have twitter who don't have TikTok, who only have maybe instagram or only have twitter or neither you know i don't i don't think you need to have it (laughs)
0: But I think the default is if you have one social media, you have most.
1: Yeah, because it's probably the norm for most people. If you were to go into um, the classrooms of our different classes, if you were to ask who has Instagram, you would see
0: yeah, hands n- up. <laughs>
1: like ninety-nine percent of people having their hands up. Yeah. So that's the norm. Let's say mm-hmm. uh, it's like who has a phone.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, to go back onto the Black Mirror thing, I think I badly explained. I meant the way that in the Black Mirror episode you had a rating from people. Mm-hmm. Will it be like having. Becoming an influencer gives you a certain social status and it's going to become more common because 15 years ago it was some celebrities. Like pop culture was only just fresh, being in newspapers, being followed by the paparazzi. But now the influencer world is so big and wide that and you know influencers ask for a lot of free stuff and they get a lot of free stuff they get the best reservations in a restaurant they get to skip lines and it's like i'm not saying this is how it should be i'm just like saying how it is when you're in la and you're an influencer you have such an easy life Do you? yeah you get you pay for not as much stuff because people want to give you free stuff because you have the influence and it's almost like its own social status the same way that a celebrity is different you know mm. celebrities don't live the same life we live
1: well it's um in france now y- in your when you have to do administrative work uh paperwork mm-hmm. y- you do have the ability to put youtuber as a work yeah uh work um, as a job sorry
0: yeah which is only recent right the last couple years
1: i oh know it's this year
0: this year, yeah, yeah. it's oh. a
1: it's a new it's a new word that has been added to the job lists. I think
0: it's similar time in America the past couple years that you can
1: I mean America America is much uh, sooner compared to France. Yeah. France has been uh, it's new for this year or last year I don't mm-hmm. remember. Um, so it, it has a statue. Obviously, it's being it's a it's a job that has been recognized by institutions. Yeah. So obviously, it has a stat uh, um, a statue. However, comparing the um, to the episode of Black Mirror with the stars, I don't see how you have a link between being a uh, celebrity or a content creator and the stars.
0: Just in the sense that when you're an influencer, you get perks. Yeah, you get so much, so many perks. Okay. Like I, I have people at least two times a week and they're mailing me, trying to send me free stuff. Hmm. I don't even need to talk about it. I don't take it because. I've got enough stuff in my life. I don't want any more, but I imagine a lot of people do. They rely on this. Why buy skincare when a brand can send you it for free mm-hmm. just because you're you? Why care about making it early to the club to get in when you can just wave the fact you're famous? And I'm not saying, I really don't agree with this way and I don't agree with the way that influencers influencers have a different social status, but I do think it is how it is.
1: Well, it's it's the business model of the uh, um, e-commerce and the new digital marketing that we have seen. Obviously, most of our choices are made on what we see yeah. from other people. If you see your neighbor cutting the grass with a brand new um, loaner, uh, loaner?
0: lawnmower,
1: lawnmower. Like you're interested you want to you probably yeah, uh, want to know
0: what brand that you is. and
1: you're, you're more entitled to choose this brand that by default because you see your neighbor doing it yeah this is not new we saw in seneca's book um back in the year 40 after mm-hmm. jesus christ um that it happened already yeah. so this is not new it's just because we see it more uh, and we are more exposed to it. Yeah. If you see someone wearing something cool, you're more entitled to buy it as well.
0: Yeah. But uh, I just wonder if because we have more platforms where it's easier to make it, Mm. whether now the word influencer is going to mean as much as it did five years back in celebrity as well. Celebrity likewise, because so many people will have a following
1: well, you do That
0: it's s- less important uh, compared to what? Compared to back when it was 2005 and Kim Kardashian was the big celebrity and Britney Spears and mm. you you knew we call them household names in English. Yeah. Everyone knows who they are. Now you can have a million followers, but 90% of the public don't know your name. Yes. So it's like because there's and it's because there are so many creators because at the start of YouTube there were really like a good five or six people that ever knew on the YouTube platform. But now I see every day so many people hitting a million subscribers. I've never heard of them before, but mm. a million people know about them. They really, they're called mega influencers. There's a list, there's a yeah. table. Um, so will it become less important being an influencer in the future? If so many people are doing it like over an oversaturated market.
1: Well, it's been like years since people said that YouTube um, has been saturated and stuff. We yeah. s- you still see um, uh, new people coming in, coming out. It's it's There's still room, I think. Yeah. However, if you say that it's very easy to hit 1 million subscribers, y- you can probably count more people without 1 million than it is with 1 million. Oh, of
0: course. But back years ago, there were still... Because I don't know oh, the updated yeah. statistics. There were 30 to 40 people every day hitting a million. Mm. That over time. Plus, it's definitely increased the speed of hitting a million, the number of people per day. I would love to know the statistic to tell because I, I think it will have increased a lot, but I don't know the statistic. But it's just a lot easier. And so, does it mean as much as it did five years ago? Of course not. Yeah, and I think that's. It's sad, but I am, I'm happy that more people are having the opportunity.
1: It, it's more common because there are more pe- more people joining the uh, the YouTube platform. Yeah. So obviously, back when Casey and I start, started doing daily vlogs, which was in 2013 or 14, mm-hmm. I don't remember. He was the guy. Yeah. When he hit 1 million, you were like this is youtube god yeah like, uh,
0: one million casey nice like this is incredible yeah. zoella did you uh, know who zoella was No. british youtuber biggest british yeah. youtuber on the platform still to this day one of the biggest household names from youtube
1: but again back in 2013 youtube wasn't as big you didn't have monetization was different yeah you had to have contracts with uh uh, public agencies mm-hmm. uh, so it was completely different now it's much more easier for people um, keep in mind that youtube has recorded three billion users a uh, daily users yeah if you think about three billion that's one thousand million <laughs> yeah so immediately numbers had up quickly yeah Uh, if you think about india india has youtube so obviously (sighs) it's more than one billion people yeah uh that could potentially you have babies and old people of course but Mm -hmm. um this is a huge market too like there's the this the um, opportunity to go on youtube has been given to a lot of people
0: yeah well let's take a minute to compare we've been kind of comparing old youtube to new youtube and tiktok Mm -hmm. like youtube shorts Let's think about traditional media. What? Television, radio stations now. It's hearing that there's three billion people consuming YouTube on the daily. Three billion, that's half the planet, pretty much.
1: No, it's it's Google, not YouTube. So I don't know, okay. but
0: Google accounts. Yeah, uh, so they okay, might use they automatically have a YouTube account, but yeah. they don't necessarily use it, but still probably we're in the billions here. Let's be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Compared to television, back in the, I don't know, eighties, television was really a, a luxury. Hmm. It was a luxury to have a, a cable.
1: Oh, when are we talking about?
0: Seventies, eighties. Okay. Back at box TVs. I'm talking about. The new generation don't understand. It, it was The rare. weight of these. Yeah, it was.
1: It was rare to have TV.
0: Yeah, at least I remember my parents never had it, hmm. and now we have. Our phones that we can take with us everywhere and get the dopamine hit there and then mm-hmm. doesn't matter. There's always going to be a, a video for you to watch. Yeah. Back in the seventies, you maybe had two or three channels, like depending on your country. If you didn't like what was on, go and stare at a wall. <laughs> go outside and play.
1: You had TVs, but you didn't have twenty four seven TV.
0: Yeah.
1: You could. Uh, there were certain hours where TV you didn't have anything on the yeah. TV, so it was like black screen or like you know the black and gray like
0: what about um, i wonder if you remember this from your child the children's shows at least in the english-speaking world like nickelodeon and disney past 9 p.m they just stopped like Mm -hmm. it was advertisements till like 7 a.m and spongebob came back on so at 9 p.m because a a kid goes to bed at 9 p.m so it might not have changed now i have a feeling it probably has and it's Mm. probably 24 7 yeah. tv but when i was a kid you only had so many episodes to show in a day so when 9 p.m came it was kind of like hey get o- get off the tv now yeah. we're just gonna throw advertisements at you so you're not gonna want to watch it anyway now a kid even if they still have that they turn off their tv they go upstairs they take their phone out they go on tiktok mm-hmm. there is always a moment that you can take pull out your phone and get the dopamine satisfaction mm-hmm. I personally would love to try and have a life without that,
1: without any smartphone.
0: Without knowing that I can, I have the screen time disabled thing. Really. So it, uh, not disabled. I'm badly explaining. At ten p.m. until nine a.m. or maybe ten a.m. I can't use my phone. But, yeah, well, um. Yeah, of course. I can go into the settings or y- when you click on the app and yeah. it says time limit disabled, 15 minutes. Give me fifty more minutes or ignore for today. I want an app that just fully disabled it. 10 p.m. get off your phone. Nope. Mm. Like it doesn't let me change that because as long as I can say, nah, but I want to go on YouTube, I will. Mm. I, w- I wish there were a system. And I mean, there probably is a Google Chrome extension for laptops, but I wish there was a thing on your phone. Where you could really say no, don't let me go on the app.
1: But don't you think it's a bit of a, it's a bit sad to blame technology for not being in control? Like you could just say to yourself, "I'm not going on my phone." That's what you're supposed to do, and you don't do it.
0: Yeah, that's true. But it's a lot easier to have an app say, "Nope, get off of it." Yeah, I know it's m- you have more patience and that's a better option because you're working on yourself as well as a human but back in the day if we'd given phones to our grandparents when they were our age they would do the same thing when yeah. it when yeah. it's always there and you know it's always there why take the off time
1: but where do you have the app on your phone
0: why do i have the app yeah youtube um for my creator purposes i need to like share stuff and i share it on my phone rather than my laptop because it's easier y-
1: you mean youtube studio or youtube
0: youtube sharing my video answering comments
1: oh but the youtube studio is done is done for that
0: oh you can't share the video
1: yeah you can have a uh, share. uh get
0: well we'll look at it later but when <laughs> i looked i couldn't find it so oh I okay. i got youtube for that purpose
1: I mean, it does have a convenience. Like, you, you download it as a creator for convenience, but you get to watch videos yeah, as well. So maybe it's about trying to find another way to do it. Like, every time I want to share something, I go on my laptop.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I'm thinking personally, I don't need to have it on my phone. Yeah. And if it's on my laptop, it's more of an effort. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I want things to be more of an effort. I actually don't want... L- it to be so easy to go on the app. Mm. I don't want to have two minutes off time and go straight onto the app.
1: Yeah, that's something I've tried to apply. On my phone, it's, there is nothing on my phone, almost. Um, It's a bit of a sad thing to buy an expensive phone like that and don't use it to its fullest. Yeah, like get a Nokia um, a
0: brick or something. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what um, you're going to
1: use. <laughs> however, I do find that it's much healthier like for example when i go out and the other day i went to the um, to get uh, vaccinated mm-hmm. and i i took my kindle with me and instead of going on my phone and you know scrolling and going i was just reading a book do you know what's nice um, you I
0: f- took your kindle mm-hmm. and i took my ukulele
1: <laughs> yeah like you you you, d- you find alternatives <laughs> and yeah. you quickly realize well i don't need it um mm-hmm. but i think it's a bit sad to say Oh, I'm addicted because of technology like uh, maybe the idea would be mm. I should have more self-control
0: I, I disagree with you because they're built to make you addicted yeah the, it isn't our fault we're addicted because they're built to be that way the algorithm mm-hmm. is to keep you on the app it's to keep giving you the dopamine mm. hit it it is the blame on them it's the blame on both parts yeah. It's the blame on us for not having the self-control? But how can we have the self-control when these algorithms are so strong that they give you everything you want at one swipe? Y- it's not like oh the t- it's not, it's not TikTok's fault that it's addictive. Well, it is because it doesn't need to be such an addictive app.
1: Yeah, wouldn't you think? Um, you know, it goes back to a very uh, an article that I sent you about Mark Manson. who mm-hmm. talked about social media, and he said. Um, Well, it's a bit too easy to put all the blame on social media. Like, uh, you know, probably the the last generation blamed the TV for kids being so addicted to TV. Uh, You know, it's every every time like that. A new generation gets a new thing that's new, addictive. So the older generations blame the new generations for being addictive to something new that they don't understand. Like our grandparents saw Maybe your parents being addictive to, addicted to TV, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Like there's a chain. It's always something different. Yeah. But there's still, it's, still hap- it's still happening.
0: I get what you say, but I do disagree because humans have brains that are addictive. Yeah. That's why half of the world drinks a coffee in the morning because mm-hmm. it's addictive. That's why we have so many drug problems in the world. Humans are addictive and technology was built to profit off of our addictiveness. Mm-hmm. And look at children... Children are given technology now and yeah, we can blame the parents for giving them the phone and uh, yada yeah. yada, we can we can blame the child, but they're a child, they're gonna be addicted to these things. Like I can't blame the child itself because it's like giving a dog a bone and being annoyed that the dog is playing with the bone. Of course he's going to. You've just like wafted it in front of him. And right. It's the the intent of who created it. That's why when we watch The Social Dilemma, these people that created the apps don't use it because they know how dangerous it is for the addictions. The Mm. people that worked at Google that have left because they know it was built that way. Yeah. I I think it is the fault of us, but it's not something we can change. We're built with an addictive personality. How many people live a life without sugar?
1: Yeah, but just don't download the
0: app that's like saying oh you're eating too much candy you're eating too much sugar stop eating sugar
1: no stop buying the shu- the candy
0: <laughs> yeah but it's an addiction
1: <laughs> no but uh, you, we all have sugars like uh sugar intake yeah, sugar and fruit um oh. like if you eat a fruit there's sugar inside you know you can't su- i mean you can't stop sugar uh through different diets and stuff but it's all about balance. I think you can have social media. I think you don't you don't you, you probably can have a very healthy relationship with social media if you're like um, conscious about the ways, the healthy ways to use it. I know a lot of people who one of them is Lex Friedman. Um, He's mm-hmm. a scientist at MIT that dropped out to do a project of artificial in artificial intelligence and now he has yeah. a podcast. He's a very good friend of Joe Rogan. And he has a video where he talks about his day in the life. And instead of... He's very aware of the algorithms of Twitter, for example. But it's a place that he like. It's a service that he likes using. Mm-hmm. And he says, I would rather use it 15 minutes a day and be very strict with myself than not having it. Because he personally benefits from it. Yeah because of the conversations, the relationships that he creates, the thoughts that he shares, it's a way for him to uh, share, hence remember, because he, pres- for example, he, he expresses his ideas and opinions, mm-hmm. also to try to make sense, because it's, uh, there's a difference between thinking something in your head and expressing it to someone who is not in your head. Yeah. Like, do you have to formulate thi- uh, words and phrases, sentences in a way that makes sense. So he finds value in that sense, but he doesn't want to be used by his phone. He wants to use the phone. Yep. Um, But
0: can I ask you if you think that there's a way to use social media and benefit from it without feeling addicted? Why do you just not have the app?
1: Uh, Why I don't have the app? Yeah. Because I don't benefit from it.
0: Okay. (laughs)
2: That's
0: (laughs) That's right. It's just
1: uh, like um, I used to to have Twitter when I was in high school. And it's just a fun, funny place with memes and like jokes and people failing uh, videos that go viral. Um, but I I just only used it in the queue at the supermarket on the tram going to school, but I didn't benefit from it from an intellectual perspective. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't use it it doesn't provide me anything valuable like if i go on the app and then i close it i'm like what happened to the last 30 minutes like what did i learn or what did i retain mm-hmm. with a cool fact a cool story nothing <laughs> yeah so i think it's if you are very good with your usage and also you, the people you surround yourself with um, you can i would believe you can have a very good um, use of twitter for example or social media yeah. like if i were to go back on twitter i would follow lex friedman naval ravikant you know those people who have something to say
0: yeah so for me the reason i deleted it was because of the addiction and so in that sense i do have a negative stance on social media because uh, from my personal perspective I struggle to have it without overdoing it mm. and by overdoing it, like really I wasn't overdoing it. Like most people, I just don't like not being in control of the situation and I felt out of control, but no one likes to be a negative Nancy. So I wanted to discuss the good things about social media. So like you are saying, the way you can benefit from social media, the way you can use your phone so it doesn't use you. Mm-hmm. Let's talk.
1: Oh, um, so I can only speak of the videos I've watched, so examples, Um, I've expressed uh, the opinion of Lex Friedman. Yeah. Which I think is a very, uh, very good one. And, you know, sometimes he says, um, I've created contacts, like for example, for his podcast, I found uh, employees for my company through Twitter because there are people who just interact in the comments and Mm. um, we discuss, we share. We uh, discuss ideas, and he has been able to find something for his business and his life. So very good. He only keeps it for fifteen minutes. Um, Ali Abdul has another way of talking about social media and especially Twitter. He, he used. Uh, he didn't used to have Twitter. I mean, he had it, but didn't use it re- regularly. Now he talks about it as a, a village and how you can connect with other villages. If you only stay. If you only stay if you live your life without social media you're pretty much confined into one place whereas if you have social media or a website you can connect with other villages around without moving yeah so he uses this uh twitter this way as well it's a place where he has met people he has connected with creators writers like james clear for example uh or ryan holiday they spoke to each other through twitter and he benefits from it from a social perspective social mm-hmm. media of course but he really uses it as a way to connect and discover people from other villages let's say yeah um, which you could say it's very good because for example instead of trying to figure out um, how can I do this for myself how can I do this myself like a website or the thumbnail or the editing it just goes on twitter it discusses like oh I need an editor or I really struggle with my thumbnails. I really struggle with uh, the script of uh, the YouTuber Academy. And someone goes into the comments like, oh, I can help. Yeah,
0: I can help you. So
1: for him, it's a way of connecting uh, for himself, but also for his business. Yeah. Um, so they there, diff- Those are different usages. Yeah. And to benefited
0: sorry to take what you said out of the context of just Ali Abdul, because we're talking about the general public. Like you're saying, you can connect with people from all over the world without having to leave your house. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. And I think it opens opens you up to a world of culture that you otherwise wouldn't have seen. Mm. Because now everything is more globalized. We understand other cultures way more. And we understand how life differs around the world compared to our small town where we live. Mm -hmm. I personally really enjoy that about social media.
1: Yeah. I mean, you have experienced it on YouTube.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, one thing that shocked me when I started becoming a creator was seeing how many countries, my like, how many different countries my viewers are coming from. And mm. for me, that was incredible because I think I'm just a girl from a small town in Scotland. And people in India, Colombia, the US, Canada are watching my stuff, like, so they're learning a little bit about me and my culture and how I act. A lot of people use me to learn the language. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. yeah, another thing about that Ali Abdul definitely does off of YouTube, but i uh, sorry social media, but so does a lot of people. Imagine making money whilst you sleep, yeah. like out with the stock market and stuff. <laughs> like you upload a video and that video makes you money. Again, if it's a successful video, it makes you money for months and months. Mm-hmm. You're sleeping and you're, you're making money and it, all it is is because people are just enjoying your content. They're enjoying you. And that's a wonderful thing because before with old media, you had to be on a TV show, which was such a big deal. And now all you have to do is grab your phone, upload a TikTok and you know, you've got a wage. That's a, that's incredible. It opens up so many jobs to so many people. Mm-hmm. And in that way, yeah, TikTok is great because it does it for more normal people than yeah. potentially other social medias.
1: Yeah, um, It's undeniable that it's a life changing exper- uh, life uh, experience for a lot of creators. You don't. Have, you know, you don't you don't necessarily have to wor- uh, get up in the morning if you don't feel like it, um, you have you're more flexible. You can work from whatever you want. Yeah, You escape uh, the nine to five. Yeah, you accept that, although I think it's very important to um, demystify the passive income um, trend or uh, myth. You still need to work. Like, you know, videos take a long time, you know it. Um, But the
0: long-term effect of one video. Mm -hmm. For me, my full income from YouTube has come from the one video. Yeah. No other videos made me more than 10 pounds. One video that went successful has made me full wages (laughs) and it took me 10 hours in total, probably. Yeah. And months later, I'm still reaping benefits from it.
1: Yeah. uh, I'm not saying it's difficult. I'm just saying um, you still need to put in the hours. I don't know if we were to to sum up all the hours you have worked on YouTube. It's probably a good decent amount,
0: but it's different to TikTok
1: okay I'm talking about YouTube YouTube,
0: okay. yeah okay you need to grind quite a bit with YouTube I will admit that
1: and you know you got leaky, lucky or not um, with this one video that blew up but if it didn't like you're still putting hours of work <laughs> yeah for nothing yeah <laughs> for like keep pushing and grinding hard the YouTube journey yeah Um, there is definitely for example here we talk about I mean this podcast doesn't make any uh, revenue or anything still in work like we think about the ideas we uh prepare everything we need to record it we need to edit it make the clips upload uh keep contact with people which is very enjoyable to be fair like yeah I it's I a,
0: r- a fun thing to it do it's
1: a very fun thing to do i'm just saying there's still something behind them.
0: <laughs> yeah and i think that differs depending which social media you use long form content mm-hmm. does just in general make take more time mm. Compared to Instagram, where you can take a photo and upload it and voila. Yeah, voila. <laughs> some people <laughs> some people don't need to edit anything on their phone. Just upload, there you go. Hmm. They can gain some money from that or whatever. And YouTube, you have to create the ideas. Like our podcast, you have to structure the video. You have to film it. You have to edit it and upload it. So, of course, it takes way more time than other socials. Mm-hmm. But still, it's enjoyable. <laughs> oh uh, it's It's really enjoyable
1: uh, it's undeniable. um i've personally really benefited from creating this podcast with you yeah even
0: the discussions we have
1: discussion wise creating wise uh connecting way connecting ways to uh, other people um it's been it's been very fun and if you were to ask me what do i want from this podcast well it's just to keep going like that yeah um if we were to be able to generate something out of it that would be even better but again um it's a very enjoyable process yeah from just the thinking part and talking is is very very interesting to me
0: yeah i agree
1: um but yeah it's it has given so many good opportunities to the people who put in the work on the creative platforms
0: yeah and on the bright side of tiktok like i was saying with a saturated audience put it onto a positive it's breaking the bond between celebrity life and normal people life mm. as normal villagers. Yeah, It's breaking the bond because y- it's a lot easier now to have some fame and to have some, to reap the benefits that celebrity would. Mm. And I'm happy that more people can do that and it's more ex- accessible now. You don't need to buy expensive gear to gain a following. If people like you, they like you no matter whether you use an iPhone 5 or use a five thousand pound camera.
1: Mm. It's um, when you think about Hollywood stars, yeah, we're talking about few people.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: I don't know how many um, cinema cinema stars, movie stars, movie you stars you yeah. have on on the planet, but it's a it's a it's not a lot. Yeah. Um, if you think about YouTube, yeah, there's probably more YouTube stars than there are movie stars. Yeah and
0: and with more dedicated fans i would argue because you're in closer contact celebrities tend to not communicate normally as much as a youtuber would with their subscribers
1: well it's because it's not it's not based on that yeah social media is there's the word social in movies you don't have the word social
0: (laughs) yeah but i think that's why there are so many more influencers and you almost can gain more super fans mm. because you're you're showing normally you're showing a genuine connection to your viewers. Yeah, hopefully. Whereas the celebrity life is more about being cool and not really you know, not thanking your fans as much as a YouTuber would mm-hmm. probably
1: being a movie star is in our minds much unattainable. Yeah. Whereas being YouTuber, well you can do it. Yeah. You can
0: do it in one day. No,
1: not one day, but, you know, if you can post videos regularly on YouTube, you're being a, a creator. If yeah. you go to Hollywood just to visit, you're not a movie star. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, or If you try to go for an interview, well, you're probably, most people are turned down. Yeah. Um, a good example of it is Captain Simbad. He's a very f- passionate about acting. Mm-hmm. He has tried for, I think, a decade to be an actor uh, and do a movie and mm-hmm. stuff always got rejected never got the the, the part to play in, in a movie mm-hmm. and he has turned his passion into youtube videos and now yeah. if you go on this channel you know that you're going to watch something about um self-improvement but also filled with cinematography good image good transitions yeah uh sh- shoots um acting mm-hmm. so he is a movie star, on YouTube. Somehow, yeah, he's you know? a, a movie star <laughs> in his own right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and that. that's and that's the beauty of it because if he if he were fifteen years uh, back, yeah, he probably would still try to be an actor, go to uh, interviews for um, for being an actor and stuff. Yeah, he would still struggle probably to get a this job, mm-hmm. whereas YouTube has given him. He took the opportunity to create content and turn it into turn his passion into something
0: yeah it's like oh you want to reap the benefits of a celebrity go on social media you'll mm. find the same passion you'll find the same opportunities it's really wonderful mm-hmm. that's it's definitely sense. maybe my favorite thing about social media the accessibility of it yeah
1: anyone can do it you just need a phone and internet connection
0: yeah Well, <laughs> so oh, this has been a, a long discussion
1: yeah i think it's one of the longest we have
0: yeah and honestly there's so much more i could discuss but i'm just worried of the time No, we can keep going <laughs> are you sure mm-hmm. i could talk for another five hours do you want a five hour long podcast
1: No, thanks. <laughs> not five hours
0: <laughs> no but yeah i just think there's a lot to discuss on social media
1: so let's wrap this up
0: yeah well thank you for watching this far if you've made it this far i hope you found this topic interesting because social media is such a big world it really has dominated the earth over the last decade and i love seeing all the topics there is to discuss all the good the bad the sketchy the wonderful things about it i talk a lot about the negatives but i also really appreciate social media and my life is now kind of based on social media Mm -hmm. so i would be a hypocrite to say it's all bad and you should delete everything yes but then again, as Emilio said, try and have some self control. Look at your screen time. Have your screen time on the front of your phone <laughs> and check it. Because you'll be surprised how much time you really spend. <laughs>
1: yes, it's dead time. Dead time. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching and bye bye. Bye bye.